Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. Well, we got a mixed day for our markets today. Another pretty sloppy session here. Not as bad as yesterday, but not what you wanted to see either. As this morning, futures were higher across the board after the open. Solid gains for all of our major indexes, but it turned out to be a bull trap for the day. We didn't get back to those highs on the day. As a matter of fact, we hit another round of 52-week lows, or at least, sorry, lows for 2022 for both the Dow and the S&P 500 today. However, it wasn't all bad out there. We were able to finish positive in both the small caps and the NASDAQ, both holding above their recent lows as well. Still, their lows from earlier this year. Uh, and again, finished positive on the day there, along with the semis, which while they did hit a new low for 2022 today, they ended up leading tech on the day today. So we're seeing some bright spots out there right now. Uh, and you know, even for the Dow and the S&P 500, we managed to finish off of the lows of the day today. Of course, the big story here and what has made it tough for the market is that bond yields keep on rising. The 10-year today up another 2.2% to a 3.96 there. And until bond yields stop rising, it's going to make it very hard for stocks to find an absolute bottom there to say those the lows are in. As right now, we have the one-year, two-year, three, five, and seven-year treasuries all closing above 4% today at their highest levels now since 2007. With bond yields at those levels, it means more competition for stocks. So until, again, we can really see them coming down, it's going to make it tough to say the bottom is certainly in. Uh, but you know our view long-term, we remain incredibly bullish for years to come. So this is a short-term type of situation right here. But on the good news here, is that bond yields and especially the two-year are at extreme, extreme overbought right now. The two-year yield is at its most bought overbought level on a monthly basis ever right now. It hasn't been this overbought before. And at the same time, we've got our markets at extreme oversold levels right now. So that is about the time, and I'll touch on this more in a second, that we would get a little bit of a mean reversion. And I'll, I'll elaborate on that more in a minute. But the calls now with yields heading this high and we're seeing inflation looking like it's peaked in a number of different areas from commodity prices to stock prices. Um, uh, but the calls for the Fed to at least take a pause here have been increasing drastically. You've heard Kip talk about this as well. The mainstream media has even really started to cover this, telling the Fed, it's time to make the turn. We could be making a major policy error right here from the interview on Friday with Jeremy Siegel, a uh, number of other hosts and guests talking about this. Another great one was Kathy Wood made some great points on Twitter about this yesterday that I wanted to cover here as well. You know, say what you want, about Kathy Wood. Of course, she gets so much hate out there uh, after, you know, 
just calling her kind of a, a one-hit wonder for the coronavirus era. Um, but she's got some phenomenal ideas in here. She made a great point as well. So right now, the yield curve suggests that monetary policy is the most restrictive that it has been since the Paul, Paul Volcker eras of the 1980s. And if you break it down, in some ways, far more restrictive than what Paul Volcker even did. So check this out. In the 80s, Volcker doubled the Fed funds rate from 10% to 20%. Obviously, today's rates are much lower. Jay Powell began with a quarter of a basis point after having cut so much after coronavirus insanity. But from that quarter basis point level, the Fed has now increased the Fed funds rate 13-fold. From a quarter of a percent to 3.25% now. So think about that. The double from the Volcker era to a 13-fold increase to what we're seeing today. And if you've tuned in to some of my last podcasts, I mean, this is exactly what we talked about for some time. That the way our current debt-based system is set up, this is the trend that we have to see in interest rates. They must stay lower. So a 13-fold increase from a quarter of a, a quarter of a basis point to 3.25% is a massive, massive move when you think about the implications for the system as a whole, what it means for our ability to pay off our debts uh, as a country. Uh, so massive implications there again. Uh, and so as she stated, we've seen it clearly that this has hit commodity prices, all asset classes really across the board. All the while, the U.S. dollar is surging and it continued that surge today. It was up earlier. Let's see where it finished here, uh, at least on, on one record. I mean, another another high from the dollar today. So here we agree with Siegel. We agree with Kathy Wood that with the, fan, the Fed still plans to raise rates by another 100 basis points from here. They're on track for a major policy error here. Why wouldn't they just take a pause given how far and how fast we've come, especially when you put it into the on the relative basis of what Paul Volcker did before. So if they're actually data dependent and they're looking at all of the things that I just told you, how, how do they not pivot from here and the growing concerns louder and louder and louder here? So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do. They still have a chance to pivot from here, at least pause to see what happens. And if that happens, if they at least say they're going to pause, I expect that that would be the signal for a big move higher in the market because that's just not what the market expects right here. And again, there could not be a better time for this. We're at extreme oversold levels for our market. We're at extreme overbought levels in bond yields. So back to the reversion to the mean here. At the very least, it could mean that bond yields normalize around this level, come back some most likely, and that stocks can at least get a, a begin a move higher, even if it's just a pop from there. Um, but again, if, if the Fed does come out and say that they're willing to pause here uh, and just see how the market reacts and be data dependent, not just say they're going to be. Uh, I'm not going to, almost just got off on a big tangent there. I'll stop myself for today's podcast. But, um, you know, then we could be off to the races for our market. And again, we're just over 
one month away from the midterms right now. You know our view here. We're still looking for a big move higher into the into the midterms from the markets against the dim's only chance of not getting absolutely obliterated. But that's already looking pretty poor there. I mean, we're seeing it in countries across the world, right? Uh, that the, the populist movement is really taking hold here and people are digging in. Uh, I see the only way that there's not a massive red wave in November would be cheating and rigging elections. Just going to come out and say it. That's exactly, I think, the only way that the Dems don't get absolutely demolished in November based on current polling. Uh, so looking at our markets on the day-to-day, -day, taking a, a turn here, while again, you don't like to see new lows on the year from the Dow and the S&P 500, but wasn't all negative. We were able to finish mixed on the day. The semis led the Qs, and then our semis led tech, and the Qs followed the NASDAQ 100. It's exactly what you want to see, semis leading the way. Also, good to see small caps finishing strong here, actually leading the way today up four-tenths of 1% 1 to 1,662. We we're followed there by the NASDAQ up a quarter of 1% to 10,829. Next up, the S&P 500 down uh, two-tenths of 1% 1 to 3,647. And lastly for today, the Dow Jones down just over four-tenths of 1% 1 to 29,134. Looking at our internals on the day-to-day, -day, not good numbers here, but given the current weakness that we've seen from our markets, that we saw in the internals yesterday, this is certainly an improvement. At least we got a few positive areas back here. Uh, advancing stocks, beating out declining stocks on the NASDAQ, came in slightly negative for the NYSE. 52-week highs and lows, though, ugly, ugly, ugly here. 1,786 1, stocks hitting 52-week lows today to just 46 hitting 52-week highs. Then lastly here, volume was our bright spot on the day, coming back positive for both the NYSE and the NASDAQ. Next up here, looking at our sectors on the day today, we were led by energy, oil was higher today, followed there by consumer discretionary and materials, which actually also hit a, a 52, our, a low for 2022 today, um, ended up finishing positive on the day though. So good to see, followed there by tech, uh, that was it for our leaders on the day. So four out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors finished positive on the day. Uh, so we had seven finishing negative. Uh, the leader on the downside was consumer staples, followed by utilities, real estate, and communication services. Finally for today, our VRA Commodity Watch. Gold now up just under two-tenths of 1%. Still pretty close here to its 52-week low. Right now, gold's at 1,636. The 52-week low, 1,627. Silver down six-tenths of 1% to $18.36 an ounce. Copper down as well, uh, just over one-tenth of 1% to $3.29 a pound. And oil as I mentioned earlier, up 1.84% on the day to $78.12 a barrel. Finally for today, Bitcoin rallied a little bit overnight, briefly got above 20,000 earlier today as well, was looking good, but like our markets began to fall as we got closer to the afternoon, and is now lower on the day by just over six tenths of 1% to 
to 18,988 of Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com, click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.